0: Welcome back to The Fallen World Podcast, a near-future post-apocalyptic RPG adventure where zombies are real and dangers hide around every corner. This adventure is episodic, so if you haven't listened to the previous episodes, I highly recommend doing so. But without further ado, let's return to The Fallen World and the next chapter of our adventure.
1: This thing now has a hand on either side of the doorway of the treehouse and it is about to emerge. The cultists that are suspended in the air, their arms are beginning to bend backwards and you see now the tree branches and roots are moving through the body and sort of replacing the bones and joints and muscles and they're beginning to distort and distend as they become some sort of part of the tree, but it looks like they are a a transforming into something, something else.
0: Yeah, I think Creed, uh, is that, so it's Creed's turn?
1: Yeah, it's Creed's turn, and and this is, the whole scene is horrific, but you're holding it together. I mean, you delivered that two-headed calf once, and that was pretty weird too, so. uh, this is-
0: yeah i think i think creed uh looking at it uh goes all right who had uh who had evil scary baba yaga on their apocalypse bingo card and then uh, turns around to uh to quinn and goes uh i assume this is not a friend of yours and then seeing that she's just absolutely cannot is not like mouth open in like a, a scream that is with no sound escaping goes all right, I'll take that as a no, and then uh, he's gonna take his rifle and aim it right at the <laughs>
1: scary Baba Yaga. Okay. Uh, you draw a bead on the hag. Go ahead and roll the
0: that's hit. A, that's a 12. That's not the best.
1: Uh, the bullet punches into the creature and seems to uh, affect it not at all.
0: All right, anyone else have any other ideas?
1: um well you can't hear what creed is saying burton but you see the scene as you sort of sweep across the battlefield um you think these three cultists are about to be set back down into the midst of your friends and whatever is coming out of this treehouse is is horrifying several of them uh Do you want to maintain your perch and fire your sniper rifle or descend and and begin to move towards the encounter?
2: Uh, I'm going to maintain my perch uh, because I have a lot of experience with uh, some long range um, forward combat. Uh, So I'm going to go ahead and take aim at... uh, one of the, uh, the the creatures that are suspended in air and see if I can uh, dispatch it before it becomes an imminent threat.
1: Okay, uh, go ahead and roll a hit. It's pretty easy. They're just hanging. Their armor class is 10.
2: Okay, rolled a 16.
1: Okay, go ahead and roll your damage.
2: That is an 11. Actually, I'm sorry, my, uh, my uh, to hit was actually a 19. I didn't factor in my plus three. And you did
1: 11 damage? Yep. Okay, bits of flesh and bark erupt from the side of this thing as your bullet tears into it. Um, Alara, you are similarly terrified, uh, you're, you're, you're trying to pull it together and and you're in the moment right now of fight or flight, and you can do neither your your joints are locked together. Uh, your pulse is racing, uh, at a, at at a crazy escalated beat, uh, your breath is coming in, in short bursts. Does Alara make any terrified noises? Uh...
3: Hmm. Maybe like a yelp?
4: Yeah. I think that she kind of has like this like throat like (laughs) a... Very grudge-esque. Yeah. (laughs) All right. (laughs) The creature
1: emerges partially from the doorway. It's about 15 feet above your group uh, in the doorway of this treehouse. And uh, she looks at Quinn. And this voice comes out of the mouth. Uh, but the mouth moves in a way that isn't really congruent with the voice and it's very disturbing. Um, But she looks at you, Quinn, and she says, your life will end and you will be inside me and a part of me. Quinn, you need to make another saving throw, wisdom saving throw, your DC is 11. You, you hear it with your ears, but you also feel it in your mind. Uh, and in that very moment, your entire urge was to just surrender and give in to this, this feeling of doom and, and consumption. Um, it, you sort of snap out of it a little bit. Uh, you're still terrified but uh, you do not succumb to this, this, this pull that you felt to simply just surrender yourself to this evil thing. And it does feel truly evil in a way that you've never felt before. You've never, like, you've experienced the fallen. These are dead things. They're horrible, but they're things. This has a presence that feels otherworldly from beyond uh, and the, the malignance, the intent, the uh, 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 atmosphere that is around this thing uh, is unlike anything any of you have ever experienced before. It, it feels evil in a way that you've never felt before. Suck it, you're trembling, but you're holding it together. You're right beside your friends. What do you want to do? It's your action.
3: Somehow she's clear of mind enough to lower her uh, Mm -hmm. modified flare gun at the creatures. But she's a little conflicted on which one to take out first, the ones that are closest and most threatening up front, or the creepy weird ass witch that is trying to take over her friends' minds. Um, I think she's going to try to, knowing that Burton is out there somewhere watching over us, uh, she's going to focus down the same one that Burton is attacking. Okay.
1: You go ahead and roll the hit. All right. This is saving throw attack.
3: No, this is a uh a spell attack. Uh twenty-four. You hit. And <laughs> one point of fire damage.
1: Well, it is a glancing blow, uh, as the the wind and branches are whipping around and your hand is shaking, uh a little puff of of smoke uh glances off of the the shoulder of this thing. And then they are they all sort of descend back onto the forest floor, the branches have grown through them. And they are now these four legged things bent over backwards. So the, the the back the backs of these once human wardens or cultists are now sort of where the bellies would be the heads are Upside down and, and twisted and distended, so the mouths are at the top and the the eyes are at the bottom, and they uh, they're they're all fairly large in size now. They're about the sizes of horses, and they they kind of step forward these branches, figuring out how to move the bodies, and and they're still transforming and growing, but they're uh, the branches come down at you guys uh, like like wooden spears uh uh slashing at you and they they seem to engage you at random so the first one spears at the nearly catatonic alara and uh, because alara is terrified it attacks with advantage oh and by the way i am using my new dungeons box dice roller kit i think they're the uh the closest thing we have to a sponsor right now they sent me one of these and it is awesome the thing has a tray to hold my dice it's got a spot to roll in uh you can find them with a google search um, i just love this thing i'm gonna use it in all my games uh, Laura, uh what is your armor class
4: uh well it's normally 15 i don't know if i it is flat footed a thing in no, this? No, I just gave it
1: an okay. advantage that it rolled twice and it's gonna take the better of the two. And it does uh it does manage to spear you uh, and you will take five points of damage uh from it. Uh the second one of the three uh does the same thing to Quinn. Terrified Quinn, trembling there, Quinn. What is your armor class? Uh you're muted, Misha. Fourteen. 14. So you are hit as well, and you take five points of damage. Everybody look under your seat. You get five points of damage. You get five points of damage. And the third one moves towards Quinn as well. Uh, And so two of them are looming over Quinn. And Quinn takes another three points of damage as they begin to pin. We're trying to kind of pin her to the forest's ground. And, and stake her down there.
2: Yes, Misha.
5: Um, I have a quick question. Before, I was at 15 and I know we slept, but I don't know why I'm down to 15 as we started.
3: I Did don't you know have taken damage during the flashback?
1: You would be, yeah, I think you maybe took damage in the, in the first half of this scene.
5: Okay, all right. So now I'm down eight, right?
1: Correct. Uh, it is the end of the round. Quinn and Alara may make a second saving throw to see if you can snap out of the terror that you're in. Quinn, uh, yeah, I, th- I think it's just a straight save. Your DC is eleven.
5: So I rolled that last time, and I got a nineteen. Did that not pull me out of it?
1: No, that was a different effect. I'm sorry. Okay. You have to- you roll to protect yourself from giving up your life.
4: Gotcha. You were just gonna walk right into
3: its mouth. <laughs> I, I didn't know that this witch had power word kill. I mean, this is this seems a little high level for us.
5: <laughs> yeah, I'm down uh, to like. Seven. Did you make your
1: saving throw, Nisha?
5: Uh, what am I supposed to roll? My wisdom again?
1: The wisdom saving throw, please. Alara made hers at 18. Yeah, so you, the two of you both snap out of it. Um, And the pain helps. Uh, And the fact that they are targeting and singling you two out uh, sort of snaps you back into the moment. Um, And uh, you are uh, able to take an action plan. What would you like to do? You have two of these things on you. They're both the size of horses. They're trying to jam sharpened tree like limbs through your human fleshy limbs and they're trying to pin you to the ground
5: okay so i am gonna pull my sword out and i'm also going to um do a sneak attack after this initial uh swinging at one of the ones that is closest to me
1: um i am gonna give you roll a d6 and on a four five or six you have an ally that is adjacent to one of these two and you can take advantage of each attack
5: okay rolling a d6 i got a three
1: okay so you don't have anyone right beside one of these two enemies so you can um reposition and next round you can start to use your sneak attack but this round uh you do not have the ability to to use that extra damage
5: okay um great so i am going to
1: go ahead and roll the hit Natural twenty, so twenty-five. Okay, so roll double damage.
5: Nine.
1: That's two d six or one d six. It was two. Okay. Okay. Uh, you cut into it, and bits of flesh and bark fly uh, from it. Creed. If these three monstrous things get on top of your group, you're not going to have to worry about the hack.
0: I think uh, taking a defensive position, kind of backing up a little bit, um, I think he's going to switch from his uh, from his hunting rifle to the revolver and short sword, or like machete combo, and uh, I think um, I'm going to try taking a hack at uh, well I'll take a I'll take a shot at it first uh, and then I will use my um, and then I'll use my basically my uh, bonus action to use the uh, machete but we'll see if I hit first so whichever one's closest to me I would be taking a shot at its uh, turned upside down horrifying face
1: <laughs> okay so uh, I'm just gonna say that the closest one to you is the one that socket and Burton have both
5: attacked
0: Okay, yeah. Let's try to let's try to pile on there. Come on, revolver. Uh, Nineteen. Uh, that hits. All right. Uh, Ten damage.
2: Okay. Crack.
1: Mm-hmm. And the thing sort of shakes under the blow. It is still animated and still moving though, uh, but it is. Much worse for the wear now from the three different attacks that hit it. Okay,
0: um, I'm gonna use my uh, I'm gonna use my machete as the uh, as my bonus action, um, yeah. which doesn't come with the bonus damage. I don't believe so. I'll Remove that. Um, and it uh, it,
1: it, it wh- off of a, a, a piece of bark that's pursuit, protruding from the limb of the creature. Uh, and Burton, so you're you're starting to do the the kind of the calculus here and you're you're realizing that your your teammates are taking taking heavy damage uh and you're in a great spot to deal out uh wounds from here as a sniper but your medic skills uh won't won't be in play while you're in this position uh It will take you a full round of action to change the scene, to change the spot of the battle that you're in, if you choose to at some point. Uh, Just kind of laying all that out for you as groundwork, and it is your action.
2: Well, I think the most uh, pressing need, even above healing, is to continue to try to remove one of the uh, the enemies from the battlefield so that uh, there's at least one fewer uh, potential threats to deal out damage. So I'm going to, uh, aim at the, uh, the gravely injured one in an attempt to finish it off. Uh, rolled a 14 for hit that hits. And my rifle uh, does 17 damage. Uh, With
1: a loud crack like thunder, the bullet tears through it. You hear the sound of bone and bark splitting apart. uh, And you, uh, you drop one of these things. Alara. You kind of the world comes into focus uh one of these things is is on you it's slashed at you with its spear-like leg uh that is also a sharpened tree branch uh behind it elevated in the doorway of the treehouse, is this monstrosity that has just been summoned from the beyond uh, Quinn is nearby and and struggling to fend off two of these things. Now one with uh, Burton's uh, tender attention, uh, but uh, she is much worse for the wear and uh, and and a little overwhelmed in her position. What would you like to do?
4: Yeah, I think seeing Quinn get totally uh, really screwed up by these really is what snapped Alara out of the the fearful stupor she was in. Um, so she is going to, I guess, ninja her way out from under this one that is attacking her and flank the one that is going at Quinn and just try to do everything she can to, to knock it out. Okay. So move over to it and then start out with a hand axe attack and that is a 22 to hit that hits four eight damage
1: all right uh, is there a, a foot that's gonna reach out and uh... Uh,
4: you know it (laughs) in fact there's two feet because i'm gonna spend one of my points to do a flurry of blows okay so well probably a foot and a and a fist here so let's do the foot 15. that hits awesome
1: yeah these things are not hard to hit they're Creed is is a hot minute away from making a broadside of the barn reference.
4: Um, well that's six damage to okay. that and then yeah. oh, good. um no you're
1: you're folding its joints in backwards ways that are already uh uncomfortable to look at but you're you're in impeding its ability to move
4: with well-placed blows you have a second attack coming i sure do let's see that is a 22 to hit and an extra seven damage
1: okay now uh, just sort of narratively describe that sequence as you step away from your opponent or in between your opponent and quinn's and what alara's attacks look like and, and and how she engages with this thing. What 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 does everybody else see happen?
4: Well, I think she sees their long freakish horse legs and thinks those look vulnerable. So she actually coordinated all of her strikes right at the joint in the front right arm of this tree horse monster, chopping as much as she could, and then doing a kick around and then flipping over and trying to punch it and just really break this joint and weaken it.
1: The thing is severely debilitated, uh, No pun intended, but it seems to be on its last leg. <laughs> and this hag, Creed, you hear it. And it leaps from the doorway. And crashes into you, kind of bearing you to the ground. These two claws uh, sink into your flesh. What is your armor class?
0: It is a hefty 14.
1: Yeah, they sink they like tear through your overcoat. you got this leather sort of reinforced trench. Um, were you one of the people that took one of uh, Burton's bulletproof vests? I did. Yes. You may reduce this damage by one uh it's a glancing blow you roll with it there you know you've been charged by animals before you know how to how to kind of roll with the punches so to speak but even at a glance with her barely getting a piece of you you take six points of damage uh less your bulletproof vest which reduces it to five uh, and you sort of tumble back and she is scrambling towards you in a a, 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 a deadly, fast, and menacing way. Don't like that. Socket Creed's to the left. This, this thing is, is on him. He's sort of pushing back across the forest floor. Uh, it's scrambling after him. And uh, to your right, uh, Alara and Quinn are trying to put down one of the two remaining uh tree zombie-like creatures that were formerly uh wardens slash cultists the the thing is wobbling on its legs Alara did a heavy blow but it's 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 about to try to to spear one of the two of them which way do you turn and what do you do
3: um I think the more evocative action in this last round of combat was the flying hag that jumped uh, her friend that's right next to her. Um, and thinking back to a time when a zombie had her, one of her Reaver brethren pinned down to the ground in a similar fashion, she kind of reverts back to... Instinct uh, and drawing heavily upon that lesson. And she goes, Don't worry, Tex, I got you. And she straps on her metal glove with a car battery strapped to it. And she rushes at the hag and uh, tries to punch it um, with blue sparks of electricity arcing between her fingers. Okay. Roll a hit. It is a 15. Uh, you clip
1: the thing in the shoulder, and as you touch it, roll your damage.
3: Two electricity damage.
1: Its head whips towards you, and it looks at you with bottomless pits for eyes. Its mouth opens up a, a series of mismatched teeth, sort of jammed into this jagged maw. A maggot falls out, from the top part of its jaw to the bottom part, and she kind of chews it up a little bit, but you seem to have earned her attention.
3: Uh, Hey, I I didn't mean it. Uh, This was all a big misunderstanding. (laughs) Uh, The
1: injured husk-like zombie spears at one to three, Quinn, four to six, Alara, It turns his attention to you, Alara, the broken limb sort of lashing backwards and an arcing swing. It catches you on the jaw and you take five points per damage. Uh, you are not back, uh, you can re-engage, but you're sort of stuck, you stumble backwards. The other one attacks you, Quinn, and it misses. we are at the top of the round. Uh, Quinn.
5: So Quinn's pretty banged up. Um,
1: With Alara engaged though, you can take advantage of your sneak attack option.
5: Well, I think I'm gonna do something a little bit different now because she's pretty hurt. So I think with whatever last adrenaline she has, she's going to probably swing one more time at um, Mm -hmm. this last thing coming at her and then, use a cunning action to kind of like back away. Okay. (laughs) So you can still get your sneak
1: attack damage on the one attack that you make.
5: Okay, I thought I can only just make the two actions, so that's why I wasn't
1: sure. Sneak attack is a part of your attack.
5: Okay, The condition
1: that is added to an attack that you make when the circumstances are right, and the circumstances for that are, are currently Right. Okay. Go ahead and and roll the hit. Okay.
5: Gosh, that's another natural
1: 20. 25. Okay. So roll your regular damage and your sneak attack damage twice.
5: Okay, the damage is a 15. That's double roll. And then.
1: the the shot is the shot is perfectly placed and the thing is destroyed you want to describe how you do that
5: so she takes whatever last energy she has and just swings as hard as she can um, and kind of spins around a little bit because it's kind of like the last bit of energy she has and uh probably falls back a little bit okay
1: do you there's one of these creatures left and it's kind of looming over you and alara alara has just taken a grievous wound Uh, you see blood coming down the side of her face do you still want to disengage
5: um (laughs) no i guess i won't disengage (laughs) (laughs) like do you want to be an asshole (laughs) that's pretty much what you're asking me um yeah i think she kind of just stumbles back and then kind of like looks towards um alara and the one that's like coming here but i can't attack it
1: no but you you remain present and
5: right i think what she would do is she would instead of like i don't know what alara's position is to quinn but like by moving back i think she kind of probably just either comes closer to alara to kind of have that support so i think she'll maybe kind of come closer but a little bit behind alara
1: okay you want to try to draw its attention to you from alara
5: uh not really,
4: no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry,
5: I've, I've got like seven left here. <laughs> she's she's real banged up.
1: Alright. So we're gonna move forward to Creed now. Uh the, the thing was scrambling after you, but now it's sort of s- starting to stand up and you its head is swiveled around and it's looking at socket.
0: Yeah, I think Creed was kind of uh just backpedaling a little bit there, but seeing that it's kind of changed its direction is going to uh, <laughs> kind of ready his uh, his machete and revolver again. And goes, I don't think you're her type, and uh, is going to uh, <laughs> and gonna fire the revolver, uh, trying to aim it just at the side of the thing's head and see if it's a little bit more effective than the last time. I'm also gonna use my hunter's mark uh, to kind of like focus like super focus on this uh this big bad baba yaga okay uh you copied
1: on it go ahead make your tackles
0: okay let's go revolver
1: first come on revolver 25.
5: you hit
0: uh 16 damage
1: She growls in in pain. It sounds like a wounded animal. I'm gonna okay. do that. Hunter's yeah. mark. Okay.
0: Uh, so sorry, just three additional damage.
1: Okay. On Hunter's mark. You have a, a bonus action with your off-handed weapon coming? I do,
0: yes. Here we go. That's a 21. That hits. And the a... uh <laughs> Uh, four damage for the machete.
1: Yeah, you lay into the creature and it, it seems uh injured uh you're 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 shooting and carving bits and pieces of of its assembled form uh off of it and they're they're falling to the forest floor uh seen as horrific. But not as horrific to Burton. Who's up in the tree and looking at all this through his scope? Burton, what do you want to do? There is this hag like creature that is in between Creed and Socket, and one of these uh, former cultists, sort of horse sized tree zombie creatures, untouched and bearing down on Quinn and Alara, who are both uh sort of struggling to to maintain consciousness and and combat readiness
2: <clears throat> well doing an analysis of the battlefield and seeing all of the players i'm looking at uh, quinn and alara as being the most vulnerable to immediate threat and so I'm going to take aim at the uh, at the woody horse creature
4: <laughs>
2: with my sniper rifle, and continue to try and and whittle these these creatures down uh, ahead of uh, of a potential move closer in to uh, to try and do some field medicine. But the field medicine won't do any good if uh, if these creatures are are unhindered and uh, and are able to defeat my my compatriots here um roll hit
1: 14. uh that hits this thing is is slow and awkwardly moving it's easy to connect to go ahead and roll your damage
2: my damage
1: is eight yeah. uh, chunk flesh bone and bark fly off of the creature burton okay so alara you are
4: up just as a recap is the horse thing still alive it is it is
1: well a little tore up by burton's bullet but it was a glancing shot uh and it, it seems like you know, where these things would have been vitally wounded, it, it's more—it's more like you have to just take them apart and disassemble them with violence.
4: Well, Laura's not doing too hot, but uh, I think she's feeling like if she can at least deal with this—this this horse thing, then she'll have been useful. So just gonna go all out again and see if she can take it out here where where is the horse comparison coming from
2: it's about the
1: size of a horse okay yeah, I sure where the horse <laughs> and, then, and that description seems to have stuck okay
4: they actually they <laughs> like horses to me i guess because of this <laughs> uh so yeah Alara's gonna attack the horse with her hand axe okay ooh crit nice let's see oh for a total of six damage (laughs) (laughs) that's bittersweet um and it's still standing huh it is all right time to go berserk and do a do another flurry of blows here and this time she's going to try to kick in all of its legs at the same time and maybe that'll do something so first one 16 to hit and five damage Mm -hmm. and 15 to hit with seven damage Uh, You're you're
1: deconstructing. It is still standing, but it is is much worse for the wear now because of your well-placed blows, uh, foot and fist and axe. But it is going to rear up and visit one of you in a moment. Before that happens, this hag-like creature that had just turned to face socket slowly straightens itself up with a, a surprising amount of poise and grace. And as she turns and looks at you, Creed, the hair transforms into this dark, well-groomed head of, of long black hair braided uh and pulled back. And the face that greets you is that of Wyona, your your wife. But she fell. She died at the farm during the initial outbreak, but she looks at you with familiar eyes.
0: Thank you for listening to the Fallen World Podcast. If you're looking for ways to help support the creators of this show, please consider heading to outbreakchallenge.com and checking out the Outbreak app. The Outbreak is a mobile fitness game where you can use your real-world step and exercise to run from and battle zombies on an interactive fitness adventure in an apocalyptic wasteland. You can face the challenge alone or invite your friends to join and help you survive. You can also compete against your friends and see who becomes a zombie snack. There are more than 17 different races and challenges to choose from, all with unique stories and themes that take place within the Fallen World setting. Plus, if you survive, we'll send you a real-life medal. Seriously, a real medal, and they're real awesome. The Outbreak is available for download now on both the Apple and Google App Stores. The game also easily pairs with your Fitbit, Apple Watch, and other smart wearables. So head over to theoutbreakchallenge.com or download the Outbreak app today to get started on your own zombie smashing adventure. We'll be back with another episode next week. Until then, keep those windows boarded and rations stocked. You never know what new horrors will lie around the corner in The Fallen World.